Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Break immediately in my mouth. Oh, that's what I like. Yeah. Don't forget one thing. I was eating this sometimes twice a day. Yeah, and I'm not a big bacon guy myself, oh, but uh, I did happen to have I, some good bacon out east. Oh, wow. Uh, there was one place where I had bacon. Uh, this guy had bacon to die for. Hmm. Well, you almost did. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, you know what I mean no, sir? That's not, a, that's not driving around with that one. Stuart, uh, how about your team? Number zero, getting the job done. A little history. Oh, uh, please. What do you mean, oh, please? Did you watch it? Did you hear about it? I heard about it, yes. And? Uh, so? Like so? We haven't, we haven't seen that before? He threw up only 23 times before in the history of the game. So? He, I'm happy for him, and I didn't realize what he was going through, and I felt bad for him. You're tough to please. Guy throws a perfect game, and you give it a so. Mm, you know who was? You know what? Well, you know what? Near perfect game. I was more impressed with, right? Yeah, forty-one. I know. Uh huh. That night, Sal. Uh, that was a, that was electric. All good grief! The crowd went nuts. <laughs> I'm sure. I was did. going crazy yeah. that night in '69. Yeah. I mean, it was unbelievable. Then sitting eight rows behind home plate, and it's like whoa. And then he gave up a base hit. Yeah, but we still were, we still applauded. We still went crazy because you know what? We we the Mets caught the Cubs and put Leo DeRosa and smacked him in the face. When you say we, you're referring to who? Me and my friend Richie. Oh, okay. Let him rest in peace. Oh, he died. he passed away, Richie. Yeah, twenty eight years old. Jeez, that's terrible. I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah, well, uh, Matt, let's say this much. We told him to pay the people back that he owed money to. Wait a minute. You think he was uh He whacked? owed money to loan sharks. And, and they... they... A, half a, a 1980, a half a mil. In 1980? He owed a half a million dollars. And they they got him. They did, they They killed him. How do you know? You're just guessing or you're assuming? No, I'm not guessing. Not Turn, guessing. I knew he owed the money. Oh. Me and my friends, me and a couple of friends, I told him to pay the money off. We said something's going to happen. And guess what? It did. 
he, and he was adopted by two people. Oh. Uh, right? His, he was an adopted child. And his adopted parents, four and five years later, they died because of the heartbreak. Oh, God. Did that's I say terrible. Four? No, that's yeah, terrible. Please don't say more. You're, you're bringing me no, down now. That's... No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not. This is not a lie. This is the truth. I thought this was the this... friend. No, I know it's the truth. I thought this was the friend that you had a falling out with. No. That's another friend. Yeah. And another... how are we doing on that? Forget that. That's what are you not... eating right now? Well, you got a little cereal? What's going on there? No. Um, eating, I'm, I, I woke up I wake up around 2.30 every morning. And what are you eating? A banana? No. What are you eating? In English muffin. Oh, okay. With what? A little butter? A little cream cheese? What are we looking at? A little butter. Yeah, I love a good English now, muffin. Thomas's? One thing. That that friend, that's done. Okay. That, that's done. Because you want to know where he is, what the people he listens to, or t or tell him to, to get off the phone every time they see him on the phone. Right. So he's not allowed to talk to you? No. Is it because you're a bad influence, potentially? No, the person that that he's living with doesn't like me. Hey, For do you what know, reason, I have no idea. Well, I mean, I can think of a few. Hey, do you know that? <laughs> do you know that tomorrow is uh, it's my last overnight show? We, I know that. Uh, I'm just saying, like our calls here, it's it's coming to an end. Do you know that? Well, no, it's not coming to an end. We'll find you. All right. I mean, you could still call the midday show, of course. Yeah, it might not like, be the same. Uh, well, it's, it's me getting through. Like, do you think BT is in a, you know, Bacon and Megan the Stallion? No, he's not into that. I don't know. We could ask him, find uh, out, right? Uh, he's not into Megan Stallion. Please. You don't think so? What about Cardi B? No? No. He, he, I told you. I'll ask else. him the first show. I don't care. Do you think BT knows who Megan the Stallion, Cardi B, oh. Nicki Minaj are? Uh, he don't even know. Who, he might know who Tamir is. He, he, who, which one uh, did you say Tamir. there? Oh, well, maybe not. I mean, I didn't know who she was either, so we have to put him on to her. And did you know he, she's married to Grant Hill? I did, yeah. We, we Remember, we discussed this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, he... But this is going back 20-something years, that picture. Yeah. But she was hotter than Riri and all the rest of them. Yeah. Well, anyway. Right, but, but that's besides the point. I'm happy for her, man, And I'm happy they won. <laughs> but they're still not nice going anywhere. Where are they going? Well, what do you mean where they're going? They're going to win another going? series. Are they going to go to the playoffs? Uh, and go where? To the World Series. Yankees. You heard it here first. Yankees are going. I said this weeks ago, if not months ago. Yankees are going to the World Series, Stuart. I feel it in my bones. Hey, what about the Mets? No, the Mets are going home. The Mets are done. They're toast. Over. Uh, you want to know what? What's, I didn't catch what Steve said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Steve Cohen. What did, he, did you? What did, what did he exactly say? You know, not much. And thank you for the call, Stuart. As always, we'll miss. I'll miss you the most. Um, he he didn't really say anything new. He said that Epler and Buck are going to be fired. He said that he will, and I'm paraphrasing here, that he will reevaluate the team as we get closer to the deadline. But basically, if the team stays playing the same way, then there's no way he's going to add and has his team, the management team, preparing for all different scenarios. Uh, that was basically it. The only thing I might be a little scared off about is I don't think the Mets are going to be spending as much money as they did this year, next year.
they're going to be looking to cut down that payroll a little bit. And that they need to build through the farm. That's the only way to have sustained success. I can't believe it. Domingo Herman throws a perfect game and Stewart's like, yeah, so what? Wow. Some people are just impossible to please. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sal Licata back on the fan, going till 5 a.m., the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, 877-337-6666. Talking about Domingo Herman making history last night. Still hard to believe. Domingo Herman throwing a perfect game. Some fans just have it all. And the Yankees, you know, even though they haven't been to or won a World Series since 2009, the Yankee fans continue to get these great moments, historic moments, while the Mets fan gets to sit there and watch the owner talk about how disappointing this season is. It just, I mean, come on. On the same day, Steve Cohen addresses the media saying how the Mets have, you know, disappointed and has to, you know, give the, you know, the the confirmation that Epler and Buck aren't getting fired and talk about how disappointed the team is and that they might be sellers on the same day that all this is taking place. Oh, and by the way, the Mets lose. Surprise, surprise. The Mets they haven't won a series in June. Have not won a series in June. I don't know if you know this, but June's over. They have, I mean, you know, in the coming days, the series in June, are uh, the series that take place in June are over. Mets didn't win a series, period. On the same day of all that, Domingo Roman throws a perfect game. 24th perfect game in the history of Major League Baseball. Jack is calling from the Upper West Side. What's up, Jack? Yeah, and our guy Stewart just gets a yawn out of the perfect game. It's uh, unbelievable. I mean, your scream at the beginning of the night just summed it all up. I got really nothing at all to say about the Mets. Just nothing. It's just a disaster day, you know. Jack, Um, one of the worst. It's one of the worst years. It might be the worst, based on expectations, one of the worst in franchise history. Definitely rates because the expectations were so high. But, um, you know, I, I was enjoying listening to you and Marco and Fleegs, um, and, I, and I'm really going to miss the tremendous banter the three of you all share. Like, I've never given Marco the shout-out. He does such tremendous work, and 
Um, you know, the three of you, you know, all are such great peers, smart guys, great humor. Um, you know, it just cracks me up here and Marco say, I'm going to put on a good, a good t-shirt, you know, and, and finding the, uh, the Ritz crackers when he raids the kitchen. Um, you just got to love that guy. Um, so I'm, I, I hope there'll be reunions in the daytime for the three of you. Well, we appreciate that. It's been fun to be able to hang out and, and, you know, do this show at these hours with Fleegs and Marco. Uh, they've been great. I mean, as you know, if you listen, we regularly involve all, you know, the three of us are talking about sports and just talking about life in general. So it's been fun to be able to have those guys to to talk to. And and it's entertaining, but it seems effortless, too. You guys are just so natural together. You know, don't get mad at me, Sal, but I just, you go back. You know, you, you sat behind the desk listening to Mike and the dog, and I'm so happy that, you know, sports is going to be the primary focus of daytime WFAN, and I, I know you guys will all cover that, uh, the four of you. But, um, you know, what, what I think one of the things that made Mike and the Dog so great was they kept those phone lines going. They, they shared their moments, but they kept the phones going. And he, I've heard so many callers this week who we love, you know, callers who are just, um, it's just fantastic to hear from them. And they, you know, some of them, like, you know, some of them almost in tears, about how hard it is to get through in the day. And I, I know you can't give people 10 minutes in the daytime, mm-hmm. but I just, I just, please don't get mad at me. I just think that, you know, sometimes in the daytime now when they have the pairs, it's just so much emphasis on, um, you know, the, that, that repartee between the two hosts that they just minimize the calls. And I just think you've seen how calls can function even in the daytime. Like you can still rip through calls. And you can still give your great callers their time. And so, I, I you know, I'm not, you, you are so wonderful. You, you're so natural at, at, on TV and what you do that I, I don't want you to think I'm telling you how to do your job. But I just feel like those no, you, callers I mean, are such a big I, I understand, you know I, mean? I understand what you're saying, Jack. And I'm not taking And thank you for the call. You're entitled to your opinion. And, you know, we're, we're going to figure out how uh, we're going to try to do the show together. I mean, I have an idea of how I want to do a show, but it's not my show anymore. It's our show, so it it's different. But it, to as far as I know right now, I mean, uh, we take calls. I mean, I filled in on that time slot plenty before, uh, and I expect to have calls be a, a part of the show the way that I feel like they've always been. So it, it's different, of course, than the overnight where you have a co-host to talk to, so you're taking less calls just just because of that. So, I mean, it, it's not the way that it is here. And that's why I talked about earlier how that's what makes, to me, this time slot so special is that I need to be able to talk to the callers. It's a bonding that happens between the overnight host and the callers because we're just we're, we're talking sports to each other. I don't have a partner. I don't have a co-host here. You are the co-host. And because it's the overnight, you get more time. On the phone, I'm not going to give you, you know, 30 seconds the way that it would maybe during the day where it's a, hey, you call up, give your quick point, and then we move on. Here we talk and have full conversations. And then now you get to have that with Chris McMonagle, with C-Mac. So you, know, you still get to do it on this time slot. I don't know how different it's going to be during the day. I'm going to learn, but it's going to be different. No doubt about it. Gary is calling from Mayapak. What's up, Gary? Hey, Sal. I had to make a point to get through to you one of these last two nights to say thank you for... All you do, um, I couldn't be happier for you, Sal, uh, getting your shot in the midday. It goes to prove if you work hard or not, and you work hard, 
and you continue to believe good things will happen. And you know what? I'm very happy for you. I'm sad for myself. You will be missed, especially by hockey fans like me. Uh, uh, what, what are we going to do? C-Mac, though, is a Rangers fan, and that's nice. But you're right. I'm going to miss coming on right after a Rangers playoff game, Gary, and talking to you. Yeah, I haven't had that since Beningo used to do it. And maybe Steve, Steve Summers, mm-hmm. no one else talks hockey. You you carry the torch for the entire station. And I know hockey's not a big ratings maker, so in the midday it may be, you know, not talked about too much. Yeah, I, look, if it's if the Rangers are a story, it's not like I talked about it all the time. I mean, maybe a little bit more than normal. But if the Rangers are, in, uh, are, are the story in the postseason, you better believe I'll be talking about it. Awesome, awesome. I'm looking forward to that. The passion that you two guys are going to bring is going to be off the charts. That's going to be fun. And if I can, you know, end my calls with you. What a range of points tonight was the draft. We drafted a guy 23rd that they said should have went top 10 in Gabriel yeah. Perot. Yeah, here we go. Right. <laughs> I mean, come on, right? Gary. You know, you. I was on the overnights for Lafreniere. I was on the overnights for Capo Caco. I'm still waiting for those guys to have a positive impact. And now I'm getting excited about this guy that supposedly dropped to them. Come on. You're right. 132 points, but in 63 games, two points a game. I'm just hoping that one of these draft picks, you know, drop, you know, goes our way. Hey, listen, Henrik was drafted 205, and I think Igor was 118. So it doesn't I think, really matter. Yeah, I know you're right. It doesn't. And as a matter of fact, I'd rather have the later pick than the top picks because clearly you have – different expectations. So with Lafreniere, with Kako, the expectations were that they were going to be impactful studs right away, essentially. If not right away, then soon thereafter. And they weren't. And it's disappointing. So now this guy I have no expectations for whatsoever, and maybe he'll be an impact player for him. Again, Sal, thank you, hey, man. Did you, did you get your season? T- did you get your season? I appreciate that, Gary. Did you get your season tickets yet or what? The schedule came yeah, out. Yeah, I got them. I don't like the schedule this year. I don't know if you've seen it. They're opening up uh, at home. They got two games on the road. Then they got uh, the Coyotes for the opener. I got that game. Uh. Unfortunately, to get that game, I had to like, eat two preseason games. But games against the Islanders and the Devils, they're not playing those teams until like February and then in the early spring. And before and before I go south, mm-hmm. I just need one last whistle from you. Fox fans suck. Yeah, Thanks, Gary. Good luck. Love you, Gary. Thank you very much. Ooh, that gives me goosebumps. I love it, Gary. I am going to miss this. I get, Look, I got to take it to the midday. I can't hold that stuff back. I mean, I met Poppin. Very nice guy. Bleep the Rangers! Yeah. <laughs> Who is that saying that? I have no idea. Oh, the whistles were fun. I'll tell you, I do love coming on after the games. Especially those big games. We had a nice, you know... Uh, unfortunately, the Rangers-Devils didn't go the way that I had hoped, but still, it was nice to be on after that postseason series last year. Having that run, it was fun. Appreciate the call, Gary. Chris is calling from Beacon. What's up, Chris? Yeah, let's just get these two nights over with. You're back, you're back for more? I mean, my goodness. I thought you said yeah. your goodbyes yesterday. Uh, no, tomorrow I'll say my goodbyes and, you know, well wishes and mm. blah, blah, blah. Um. 
Yeah, all this, all these calls that make me sick. Um, <laughs> and just the you, and I do agree with that. The you and Marco and Fleeks is it's going to be very missed. And then you follow up with Stewart. You're really trying to rub it in at this point, Sal. You're really just trying to, you know, dig into that wound right there. But I'm closing strong. What do you yeah. mean, man? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss those you three on the football season with the picks. Oh, all, you know? darn it! I forgot about that. Yep, that's over. What uh, was the What was the system? I totally forgot. Uh, I don't know what you called it. It was picks. What was it? Something with the picks. Perfect parlay. No, not perfect, the perfect parlay. Picks. Uh, perfect, yes, perfect parlay. Right. Perfect yeah, picks. maybe. It was great though. It was oh good man, stuff, I man. forgot about that. We had so much fun. We did it for like six weeks, and that was it. Yeah, we had hottest picks in the game. That's over. Hot. You know. Hottest picks in the game is over. Do you, Fleeks, do you remember the segment that we had? What was our pick segment called? Yeah, the perfect par- salad. Perfect, par- like a couple perfect parlay. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't remember. I'm losing. It, I did the perfect parlay. I remember for Superbook. I didn't know. I thought we had a different no, name. Because, and so that gave you the idea to then bring it to the overnight. Because remember, we did not start at the beginning of the season. Right. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah, but that was fun. You're right. I got to bring that to the midday. I got to write that down. All these ideas here that are. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, you B U B T and freaking uh, Hoff. Hoff. Yeah. Enjoy. And enjoy all this new stuff that you, you know you created over here with the overnight people. And, you know, I just hope the people during the day do not appreciate any of that. Okay, because this is <laughs> our stuff. Okay, we started this stuff. They want to take it now, and this is why I'm disgraced with the fan right now. I'm just, I'm, I'm disgusted of what, what, what transpired. Oh, you stop it! You're disgusted nah. with the Mets, not with us or nah, me. Nah, nah. Tell you when you came on two years ago, you were please call. I cannot do this for five hours straight with no one calling. And now I'm calling tonight. I'm literally have to call for like the busiest signal for an hour and a half at two or three in the morning. And it's never like that. Yeah. But now it's just, it's getting disgusting at this point, man. But you, you know, built a great audience and callers and regulars. And now it's just, it's coming to an end. It, it, is, it is actually sad the way that you say that. I, I wish that it wasn't in that regard. Like I wish people can just still listen and, and call. Uh, yeah. I hope that some will, uh, you too, Chris, but I, I understand that uh, that may not be the case. And then before I get to that, my best point quickly, you know, tomorrow I'm just going to talk my farewell. I'm not talking sports. But, you know, one thing will help if, you know, maybe, who knows, maybe this is the way Spike is maneuvering something around. You know, you leave, you come back on the 24th whistling, happy to work, you're getting people to thumbs up on the street, listen to music, and maybe, maybe for some reason that key card might not work when you come to the fan. And maybe it might be a way to get you out of here. Yeah, you know? Maybe. You never know. It's sad, man. Yeah. But, yeah, and uh, look, this is, like, you got me fired up from the beginning of the night, and it just made me want to bang my head on the steering wheel, you know? I was listening somewhat, you know, and then I had to go to my, my, my job, and I wasn't listening, you know, it was a perfect game, but this is exactly how... We are just screwed in life as Mets fans. And even those against, you know, Oakland, it doesn't matter, man. Like, this is – even the season they're going through right now, nothing like this works for us. And this is why I hate the Mets. I really just hate this team. (laughs) I hate this franchise. I don't care if God himself owns it. It doesn't matter anymore, man. I I tell you it's cursed or we're jinxed or we're just – we're screwed in life forever. And whenever – even they can have a bad season. Like we always talk about this uh, with the Yankees. The, even bad seasons, they still sneak into a playoff and they mm. still give us – and even like this, they give their fans something. They don't give us anything. They don't give us joy. My they initial us- reaction, you're exactly right, Chris. And, and as always, thank you for the kind words. Look forward to talking to you again tomorrow where you can, uh, again, uh, say your goodbyes and, and tell me how much you're going to miss me. But my initial thought was when watching the Herman Perfect game was I – hate the Mets. 
And that's it. Now, obviously, I don't really hate the Mets, but you know what I mean? All the pain that they've caused. All the frustration. Why can't we enjoy some moments for a change? By the way, John Boy, who I'm a huge fan of. I love John Boy and Jake and talking Yanks and all that stuff. John Boy just saw a tweet from 32 minutes ago. He goes, up at 3 a.m. with the newborn. He just had a newborn. Congratulations. He goes, up at 3 a.m. with the newborn to check on the Yankees game. First game that he completely fell asleep before it started. Imagine that. One of the biggest Yankee fans around fell asleep, understandably so, because he's got a newborn. Falls asleep, you know, West Coast start, newborn, completely falls asleep, and he misses a perfecto. Oh, that's a rough one. This is why you start an overnight job right at, right as your wife is having a baby, so you don't even have the option of sleeping yeah, right. in the middle of the night. That's exactly right. God, I mean, that's you, you nailed it, Fleegs. I, I, that's another thing that people, you know, don't really understand. I know I've talked about it a couple times, but... I have been doing five overnights a week, essentially, since my daughter has been born. Like, it's not just, oh, yeah, well, two years, two and a half years. It is my the entirety of my daughter's life I've been doing this grueling overnight shift. So, you know, that will hopefully help things uh, as well, getting to spend more time with her. But And even then, in the beginning, man, I just remember my wife being up all night, me being up all night, and at the end, it was, it was still during the pandemic, so I was doing a bunch of shows from home, and just a very odd experience. All in the rear view now, baby. One more hour plus one more night. I'll miss you guys, though. Really, I'll miss every one of you. And I mean that. No, I will miss it. Some of it. A lot of it I'll miss. <laughs> get me till 5 a.m. tomorrow morning are you kidding me i'm gonna be bouncing out of here all right see you guys later i may not even sleep tomorrow goodbye overnight here you go c-mac have at it go get him big boy we know what we think what do you think call the fan at 877-337-6666 powered by superbook sports visit superbook.com Salakata back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Go to 5 a.m., the warm-up show with Al and Jerry Domingo. Herman throws a perfect game for the Yankees. They get back on track, beating the hapless A's, but a perfecto, 24th in the history of the sport. Think of how many games there are in Major League Baseball history. I mean, think about how many there are this week or this year. I mean, it's crazy to think about the amount of games that have been played, and you only have 24 perfect games, and that's what we saw last night, some history from the New York Yankees. And, of course, the Mets, 
You know, the Yankees make history. The Mets are history. Steve Cohen talks about, uh, you know, the team, where they're at this year. And, and you know, obviously we know where that is. It's not anywhere any good. I still believed, at least before last night, that the Mets had a run in them. And I still do have to believe that at some point they have a little bit of a run in them. But the problem is it's got to come over the next few weeks and show that maybe they're worth investing in at least getting some bullpen arms, which could help them out tremendously. But bottom line is they're not going anywhere. They're dead. We know this. I, I told you this for a, a while now. Since they lost that second game that Scherzer started, that they had a 4-1 lead against Atlanta, uh, you know, against the Braves in Atlanta. That, to me, was the end for the Mets. Maury is calling from Belmore. What's up, Maury? I don't know what I'm going to miss the most. Uh, the fact that you help Stu walk through his issues. He doesn't need to go to any support because you help him. Or uh, the banter between the boys, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, as much as you're saying you're excited to run out the door, you know you're going to miss it. I am. You know you are, because I, this is what you you both you, you cut your teeth on. Correct. This is where you made it. This is where you did it. I I agree with that, Maury. As a matter of fact, I was just thinking about that during the break. There is something to be said about building a following and building an audience. Now, I I don't know by the numbers, but I could tell by the reaction from you guys, especially the ones who call. You know, it, it's been something that it was not there in the very beginning, and it took a little while to build up, and now you're doing it for two and a half years. Uh, there's no doubt that I'm I'm going to miss it. It's like when Hendry got pinched in Goodfellas. Yeah. Hey, Hendry, you did good, Hendry. <laughs> anyway, so listen, we saw, we saw it all. I'm looking forward to it. I, I hope the callers can handle the smoke during the day, but we'll be listening. Well, they'll be – I don't know if they can handle it or not, but they're getting it. Oh, they get it. I can't wait. And, you know, the funny thing is when people call in and say, listen, you can't change the show. The truth is, you know, you got sponsors during the day. There's things you got to do. So you got to squeeze in time. But I'm hoping you could do like, you know, the overnight second or the overnight minute at some point during the day, once a week to say, hey, to my loonies overnight, come come join me. Something like that. Well, I, I mean, I hope that everybody, uh, I don't know. Look, even if you have to listen to the free Odyssey app on Rewind or whatever, I hope that everybody that likes me and has enjoyed listening to this show, matter of fact, even if you don't like me, if you enjoyed listening to the show or were entertained by it, I hope that they listen some way, somehow moving forward. And sure, I'd love to hear from you guys at that hour. Yeah, and the good thing is you came in while the, the Twitters and the social media started. So I think it was a good way to start the build. So, look, good luck. I'll be listening. Make sure you get that contract page, get the parking page, and make sure they take care of everything. And uh, you're probably going to be living in the city, I think, if your wife really wants to get closer. So yeah, well, that's – thank you, Maury. First of all, I appreciate it very much. Uh, thank you for the kind words and for listening and for taking the time to call. You know, that's the next thing now. i got to decide what we're going to do. Are we going to move – are we going to try to stick or am I going to try to stick it out with the commute? I, I don't know. These are all things that, to be honest with you, since I found this out, um, which was what, uh, two weeks ago, I guess. Yeah, two weeks ago, I think today, as a matter of fact, it's now Thursday. Since I found that out, it's basically been nonstop as far as just trying to comprehend what's going on, digest it all, get everything in order that I need to get in order. I had a planned trip last weekend in what otherwise would have been a great weekend to kind of sit back with my wife and think about all those plans and kind of take it all in and see. But, you know, we didn't. We went out east, which was great as well. But it was was a vacation. It wasn't like I could sit there and get things done. I'm going to have to do that now. This weekend, probably. But anyway, that's uh, I'm sure you don't really give a crap about that. But that is, you know, it, this is a life changing thing here. What this the, the shift, the new schedule, 
So I got to figure out how I'm going to uh, adjust moving forward. Paul is calling from Yonkers. What's up, Paul? Hey, sound good. Uh, excuse my voice. Good luck to you. Thank you, Paul. First, first, I'm just curious how I wish this Yankee game was on one of their services that they don't have the right to. Oh, if cool. you you Wouldn't wanted this on cool? Apple TV? Oh. Yes. The Yankee, instead of showing it nine times today, the Yankees would have lost the rights to it. That would have <laughs> been what they deserved. That's number one. That's not nice, Paul. Yes, it is. Mm. Number two, Steve Cohen. All he had to do was say, I bought the match. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I invented I was going to win a World Series in five years. I have no shot. I put all my eggs in one basket for Otani for next year, and his team noticed it this year. You know, the problem I, is, the problem is, Paul, with Otani now, is that why would he want to come to a losing team? Uh, so even if... We, we didn't know that he would want to come into the East Coast. And we still don't know what Otani is thinking, right? right? But let's, right, assume, yeah. let's assume that Otani said, you know what? I want to be open to the East Coast. Uh, and, you know, the Mets are obviously going to be the highest bidder or could be the highest bidder if Steve Cohen wants him. And I've been saying all along that Cohen will not be outbid for Otani. doesn't mean he's going to get him, right. but it will not be right. outbid. But now there's a whole other factor at play. The Mets, who were coming off a successful season, have now been a total flop. If you're Otani and you're looking at this from the outside, you're thinking, eh, maybe not. One more thing that he said today, and don't say it, I'm not going to help this team this year. Everybody's telling me it's early. It's June. And you sit there and say, eh, if we were 16 games behind, I'm not going to do nothing this year. What well, are you saying that? He, what do you mean? What do you want him to say? I don't want to hear it. That's all. But he's being it's, honest. What do you want him to say? He's going to go for it? I thought that that was actually good that he said, you know what, if we're not in really, it, I'm going to consider selling. Really? I, I just said, come on. Uh, you know, maybe make-believe that you're going to do something. Well, but, and, and but that, Paul, why do you want to hear make-believe when the reality is if they're out of it, you know, out of the wild card spot by the trade deadline, why would you want to hear him go all in or, or try okay. to add on to this team that's dead? So now I'll make you hang up on me. So that'll be my last memory. He didn't bring a judge. He oh, make here we go. Here we go. Right. Oh, will you hang, stop it, Paul? Get lost, Paul. Get <laughs> lost, you moron. Oh, I know he loves that. You're not really a moron, Paul, but I figured you wanted that. You got to give them what they want. You know what I mean, Marco? I am aware. Get lost. I don't know why people love that. I don't know. You made a whole thing on it, though, so it's I good. didn't do it's it on purpose. You. I mean... Well, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe. I'm embarrassed by it. I did it earlier on purpose, the first call of the day. Cubs fan getting on me saying, stop whining. <laughs> I let him have it. Figured for old time's sake. Let it out now. Well, play the hits, man. Because, it's, it's turned you into a big-time, yeah. you know, midday guy. I mean, you play the hits. Well, because the next time I yell at somebody like that, it might be BT on the other end of it. <laughs> It might work out really well, too. <laughs> See how that comes over? <laughs> yeah. you know, we have our show meeting. Spike, can we build a barrier between the two of us just in case things get a little, you know. I don't want any altercations here. I'm um, looking forward to it. But, yeah, people love the yelling. I don't... <laughs>
<laughs> People love the yelling. Uh, I don't even have the voice for it anymore, especially at this hour. And you start to lose your voice a little bit after a while. Tomorrow, we're going out in style, Marco. Five-hour marathon. Again, with the this hour. I feel like you've just been nudging at me all night. You've been oh, what not, do you mean? Actually, you've been nudging at me all week. Never mind all night. No, that's not true. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going home at 4 o'clock. I mean, who are you kidding? And by the way, you're hosting your own show. You'll be actually the first one to take over for me on Monday, right? Uh, I guess my yeah. my normal. Yeah, but it's one day. It's not like it's you know. Well, I'm just saying you're going to be the first voice that people you know maybe some people don't know they'll be looking for me on Monday morning and it's going to be hey Sal's gone it's Marco yeah and they'll be like what the hell just happened <laughs> man it is a holiday week Oof. Yeah. oh man <sighs> I'll miss you the most <laughs> no I won't. <laughs> See y'all later. Uh, So you've had one door out, one foot out the door door for, I don't even know, basically since I saw you a couple days ago. I sometimes at work at SNY, you know, because I have a desk there, I'll sit there and I just look at my calendar and I stare at it. And I look at the calendar and say, one, you know, I count down one. I can't wait to cross it off. And there's one left. So you get a a desk too? Yeah. At at SNY, I do. I wonder if that's going to happen. I don't think I have an office or anything. I was asking BT. I was like, where's the office? She's like, oh, we got to get one. I'm like, well, how do you mean you don't have the office? So we'll work on that. But yeah, I have a a nice desk over at SNY. You should come visit one of these days. I work when the sun's out. You got a desk. You have your own own little office back here. You're always in your own office. The closet? Yeah. That's not mine. I share that closet. Oh. With everybody. Well, okay. Yeah. 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 Have you ever gone in that closet? Uh, I've been in there. Yeah. 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 I've had conversations with Ack usually in there. He yeah. shuts the door and starts talking, but yeah. it is very uh, close confines. Yeah. It's, it's tight and yeah. lonely. Yeah. You'll be all right. You'll survive. Lonely. You, C Mac, you could bond. Fleegs, I feel bad for Fleegs more than anybody because now he's, you know, he's the Met fan. And now you're going to have Keith. On before, you know, obviously Keith stays in the evenings, mm-hmm. leading into another Yankee fan in C-Mac. You're a Yankee fan, and now Fleeks is on an island by himself with the Mets. Are you worried about this at all, Fleeks? I mean, I'm just, as a Mets fan, you just assume, like, you were opening the show with. Everything's going to be awful forever, so. <laughs> right. Just keep rolling with the right. punches. It's also not good timing for it. Had this been last year, Fleeks, you could handle it a little bit better. This year now, it's, oh, God. Right, you keep telling me every night the Yankees are going to win the World Series. I'm going to come in here. Well, actually, no, I will not be here. Let's just, I'll, I'll be sick in October. Yeah, oh, man. The Yankees World Series run. You got nothing to worry about here. As, oh, stop. They're winning it all. You know it. As much as I say I don't hate the Yankees anymore, and I don't, when it starts to get close, you know, the Yankees get to the World Series, the rumbling start. Like, then, then it starts to build up. You know what I mean? And then That's fact- totally fair. I said the same thing to you last year. I, cause I told you, I grew up hating the Mets. Truly hating. Through the 80s? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, those teams, like I said, I, I mentioned it a million times. Those teams, the Keith Hernandez, the Wally Back. What about Doc you know, Tim- and Daryl? Do you have a problem? Yeah, I hated everybody. Them? Tim Tuffle shaking his ass every time yeah. he got the box. Yeah, that whole the team. Tuffle I hated. Shuffle. I, I hated it. like that. I hated all of it. I hated everything about you get older. I, I just I didn't care anymore. Right. Plus the Mets, you know, didn't they didn't dominate. They didn't own the city anymore. But I will admit, like last year, they get into the playoffs. Mets that, fans start going nuts. There's yeah, you, you get into October and you hear all the chatter, especially around you know these halls because I feel like you guys are you're cockroaches. You crawl out from everywhere. All the Mets fans here. Yeah, it gets to be where it's don't like you know you, what? That's enough. Don't you think though? Because Fleegs and I were having this conversation. Don't you think that sports fans just 
So, you know, because the, they were even, you know, I'm a Met fan. There are Met fans that make me want to root against the Mets. You know what I mean? Like there are sports fans that just irk you by nature. If if they're not, I don't, I don't know you, the right way. Fleeks, what were we talking about before? Like, how would you put it? But there are fans. Well, that, I said like there are fans. Like uh, there are fans that, as a Mets fan, they make me want to root right. against my own team. Like I hate. Like it's not the Yankees team. I can't stand outside of Roger Clemens. It's the Yankees fans. It's the right. Yankees fans. Right. But I also will understand. Like, and Marco's the kind of Yankee fan that'll admit the same thing. There are Yankees fans that. He can't stand the way there are Mets fans that you and I cannot stand. Right. 100%. But I think it does come back to this. Not so much for Fleegs as much, but you and I, we have this issue. We just don't like people. Right. So once you start opening your mouth and you <laughs> hey, start yo, talking. Don't leave me out of this party. Uh, really? See, I feel like Fleegs, I feel like we have more anger. We're, yeah. we're, I feel like you're a nicer person than we are. It comes so across I was, as nicer, I, but I was giving down, you some no. credit here. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not a nice person. So the oh, hatred comes true. in and you start to just, you know, it, it, it irks at you. And it what partly becomes with people speaking. I don't think it's the people. I think it's a, like there is something about the annoyance of the sports fan when it's like when they're having too much fun or enjoying things. It's like, all right. Enough. Calm down. Like, come back down to earth. No sports fan should be that happy. If I can't enjoy it, then why are you enjoying it? I think there's some of that. So it is the I, fan. You know, for me with the Yankee fans, it's almost the opposite of that. This, I mean, a Yankees fan has never had a bad day in their life, and all they do is complain. Like, Sal, think if a Yankee fan had to go through one one-hundredth of the garbage you and I have had to sit through and tolerate. Right. You know, they get mad at a 92-win season. And that's like a high watermark in Mets history. Wow, they won 90 games that year? Holy cow. Yankees win 92. It's like everybody should be fired. This is not good enough. We're being run through a wood chipper 24-7, and they're complaining about like one tiny splinter in their pinky finger. Yeah. Once uh, a decade. You. What do you want me to tell you? Raise your expectations, losers. Like, what do you want no, from we, me? No, but they have, and I then mean, this is what happens. The expectations were raised. They have been raised, and they fall flat on their face again. It's embarrassing. It's sickening. Enough of it already. I've had it. And then Domingo Roman throws a perfect game. Like, come on. Is there any more kicks to the groin that the Met fan can take from the sports gods? I've had enough. Especially us. Like, we're the two Mets fans that are, hey, we still love what Steve Cohen is doing. We understand the long-term vision. We're willing to be patient. And then we still have to sit there with texting through this game like, can you believe this guy's about to throw a perfect game? I can't believe it. Domingo Herman. The Mets have had some of the great pitchers of all time suit up in their uniform, and they can't sniff a perfect game. Domingo Herman goes out there and spins one. Come on. He's got good stuff. Jacob yeah. DeGrom went to Oakland last year <laughs> right. and got shelled. Right. Exactly. In a game that, you know, I got, I was on the, I just got off the flight. Across the Mets, the division. I was in the, the, in the Uber or the cab to the hotel in Oakland to go watch the Mets the next day. I thought about going to that game. DeGrom's getting shelled. It cost him. That, that, that blew the division. That was part of it. The Jacob DeGrom. Domingo Hamas throwing a perfect game against this team. Come on. It's not right. Maybe Jerry's right. There aren't any sports gods. Because what kind of sports gods would do this? This torture. And loving. It just doesn't end. The rich get richer. I'm tired of it. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 